0: that President Trump would offer to me, um, but it's not something
1: that I'm interested in. Did he reach out for his Uh, team? People from the team
2: have reached out to me.
0: This is Parrot Talk.
1: Brought to you by Restoring the Faith Media. Restoringthefaith.com True, may our streets be cleaned up right, and may the perverts all be purged
0: tonight. Welcome, welcome, one and all. This is Parrot Talk here on the Crusade Channel, live talk radio the way it should be. We are always on air, always online, and always happy to be with you. I am your humble host, Mike Parrot, and I broadcast every single day at 10 a.m. Central Standard Time, Monday through Friday from the heart of America here in the RTF studio. You can email me at restoringthefaithmedia at gmail.com. This is your daily parrot talk addiction. And this portion of the program is brought to you by the Founders Trading Post. As you can tell, I have had my ye olde faithful. It's now in its, is it sixth year, seventh year, 20th year? The Crusade Capuchin Dark Roast that I, like you, could find on shop.mikechurch.com. Again, that's shop.mikechurch.com. Take advantage of flat rate shipping. Get yourself 15 pounds of beans and be proud of yourself for putting off something like 150 pounds of CO2 into the atmosphere. Look, the trees need some fuel, okay? They get thirsty. They need carbon dioxide to live. That's what they feed on. This has been one heck of a month so far. (laughs) Somebody posted a list of things that have happened this month. Today's the last day of the first month of the year of our Lord 2024. It's Tuesday morning. And in this month, we have the Jewish tunnels in New York City. Remember those? The Jeffrey Epstein files have recently been released. Vivek Ramaswamy dropped out of the presidential race and the very next day was standing shoulder to shoulder. Actually, he's not really shoulder to shoulder because he's kind of a short guy and Trump's kind of a tall guy. He was standing shoulder to hip with Donald Trump the next day in New Hampshire. DeSantis dropped out this month, also endorsing Trump. The Supreme Court shut down Colorado this month. Did you ever see the picture of the Ark of the Covenant just chilling in Trump's house made of solid gold? Something like 16 or 18 pounds of solid gold. That picture came out this month. Elon Musk went to Auschwitz. Ben Shapiro dropped a rap song. Everybody on Twitter started exposing Muslims and Jews. States are defying the federal government at the border this month. And now three, at least three United States troops are killed in a foreign war. All this happening in January. I got another timeline for you, though. If you thought that was crazy, I've got another timeline for you that I wanted to, well, I wanted to talk about. It's called the Venezuela timeline. Did you know in 1992, look, we all know that Venezuela is a dumpster fire. It's a socialist wasteland. It's the kind of place where you would wish people that you don't like would have to go and live. It's the kind of place where, oh, you don't like America? You don't like small business and freedom? How about you just go live in Venezuela? In 1992, Venezuela was the third richest country in the Western hemisphere just five years later in 1997 they were the second largest purchaser of the ford f-150 pickup truck second largest who was the third largest the republic of texas in 2001 just four years after Being the largest purchaser of the F-150, the third richest country in the Western Hemisphere, they voted for a socialist president who ran on, quote, income inequality. Three years later, that socialist president oversaw the private health care being completely socialized. This would be 2004. Three years after privatizing or uh, public uh, making health care socialized... They socialized higher education. In 2007, all higher education became, quote-unquote, free. Two years after that, they banned private ownership of guns. Three years after that, Bernie Sanders praised their, quote-unquote, American dream. Two years later, 2014, the opposition leaders were imprisoned. Two years after that, 2016, food and health care shortages became widespread. One year later, 2017, constitution and elections are suspended. Two years after that, unarmed citizens are massacred by their own government. The fall of Venezuela is worthy of our notice from the third richest country in the Western Hemisphere, the second largest purchaser of Ford F-150 pickup trucks. From 2001 voting in a socialist president to 2019, that's 18 years. You see socialized health care, well that's us in the United States. Socialized higher education, we're headed there. Ban on private gun ownership, this is a Democrat dream. Opposition leaders are imprisoned, hello Trump. Food and health care shortages are widespread, constitutional, and elections are suspended, and unarmed citizens are massacred. Gee whiz, it's almost like there's a playbook here. I feel like this is some kind of pattern that we have witnessed throughout history. What do you say, comrade? Do you think that this is straight out of a playbook? How to destabilize a wealthy nation, make it poor, enslave the citizens, and just massacre them. You've all seen a picture of the fat, slob, dictator leader of Venezuela with the sash over his shoulder. He's a fat slob because he's never hungry the people of Venezuela have been suffering now for less than 20 years. Everything changed in less than 20 years. How far down this playbook is the USSA? Well, we would have started out as the first richest country in the Western Hemisphere and the first largest Purchaser of Ford F-150s. So will it take longer than 18 years? For unarmed U.S. citizens to be massacred by their own government? As far as I know, unarmed U.S. citizens are massacred by their own government all the time. Not only in the womb, but they're droned overseas. There's no judge or jury, there's just executioner. That started under George W. Bush. Obama was the drone president-in-chief. There was hardly an American overseas that he didn't want a drone to death. The push to make higher education free—this is a this is a fake Catholic usurper in chief Joe Biden thing. Remember how he's going to forgive all your student debt? That makes it free. You went for free if he's forgiving your debt. Gun grabs are always around the corner. Opposition leaders now faced with 91 counts of felony in various districts around the country. Donald J. Trump, opposition leader, on the verge of being imprisoned. This is the path to destitution This is the path to dictatorship. This is the path to tyranny. First, you vote for somebody because income inequality. Some people make more than others and it's not fair. Then you have a government takeover of healthcare. Hello, Obamacare, 2009. Government takeover of education, effectively complete. Government takeover of guns, underway. Opposition leader imprisoned, underway. Next up, just around the corner, two years from now, food and healthcare shortages, widespread. Suspend the Constitution, suspend elections. It's all over. It's done. Unarmed citizens will now be massacred by their own government. It took one generation of progressive leadership to plunge Venezuela into civil war. You guys keep wanting me to talk about civil war. I'll talk about it, that's fine, I'm happy to. We're not there yet. This thing on the border is a ruse. Look, Greg Abbott wasn't even in the country. Over the weekend, on Friday, when he was supposed to cease and desist, when the government gave him the till the 26th of January to cease and desist at the border. He went to India to some conference. He was in India. He was being interviewed by Tucker Carlson in India. Don't you think if you're going to lead a civil war, you might want to actually be there and show up? I'm not saying he's going to fight. What is he going to do, charge into battle on his wheelchair like a, uh, like, like it's a horse? I'm not saying that he's going to wield, he's he's not going to joust anybody. Maybe Biden can get in a wheelchair that suits him, and the two can joust it out. I would actually pay money to see that. Wheelchair jousting between Greg Abbott and Joe Biden. We're not there yet, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen opposition leaders imprisoned. We haven't seen widespread food and health care shortages. This is what the World Economic Forum wants us to see. And they haven't grabbed our guns. When they do those things, then you will see the Constitution suspended, elections suspended, unarmed citizens massacred, and we'll be there. We're not quite there. This, like COVID, is a dress rehearsal for something else. This, like COVID is designed to put you on the list. I'm on the list. I'm on the COVID list because I very stupidly raised up my hand and said, yes, I would like to not take this experimental vaccine. I have a religious accommodation here. Could you please uh, accommodate my religion? Oh, you're Christian? No, we can't accommodate that. So sorry. Oh, okay. Okay. But now that we know that you're a radical right-wing Christian who's not going to take the jab, we have you on a list, Mr. Mike Parrott. Thank you so much for identifying yourself. Uh, You're welcome. I guess. Same thing at the border. Oh, you're going to join a militia, are you? That's great. Why don't you send in your fingerprints? to join this militia because we're making a list and checking it twice whoever goes down to Texas we're not gonna be nice Joseph Biden's wanting a war the NSA sees you when you're driving they know what you are browsing they know if you are An insurrectionist. So be good or else you'll die. I don't know. I I should have written these lyrics out. This is just, this is extemporaneous. This is live radio. (laughs) Greg Abbott is not. Leading a war. It's just a big photo up. I hate to be the one to tell you that we're not having civil war quite yet. But we could be Venezuela. We could definitely be. I mean, we're halfway down the pike here. We are basically wannabe Venezuela. And who isn't? Who isn't? You know, you think we're bad. Look to our neighbors to the north. They were the second richest country in the nor- in the Western Hemisphere. They used to be able to buy trucks until trucks were racist and uh, anti-environmentalist. They voted for socialist prime ministers now on income in- inequality. They have completely socialized health care. Their education is completely free. They have banned uh, private ownership of guns. The last step here for them is to just imprison opposition leaders. Say, wasn't Canada involved last year in the imprisonment of opposition leaders in India or some such thing? They're getting real close. They're getting real close to suspending the Constitution and elections. I mean, Joseph R. Biden, the fake Catholic usurper-in-chief, he has said that if you want to take on the U.S. government, you gotta have F-16s and nuclear weapons Wait, what? You have to have F-16s and nuclear weapons? Because you're gonna use F-16s and nuclear weapons against us? We the people? Is that what's happening? Really? Fake Catholic usurper-in-chief Joe Biden? Man, you're getting upset.
2: Donald Trump, when he was commander in chief, refused to visit a cemetery, U.S. cemetery, outside of Paris for fallen American soldiers. And he referred to those heroes, and I quote, as suckers and losers. He actually said that. He said that. How dare he say that? How dare he talk about my son and all of us like that?
0: Gee whiz. You're getting really upset. Talk
2: about my son and all us, bits like that.
0: I don't know what you're saying, but it sounds really important. And all us, bits like that. Say it again one more time, Commander-in-Chief.
2: All all us, like that.
0: Okay, all right. All right. I, this is what I get. Hey, did you catch in the intro uh, that RFK, RFK Jr. was asked already, he's been reached out to by the Trump team to be the vice presidential nominee. I don't know if you heard that. Do I need to play it again? Did you miss it? RFK Jr. apparently has been reached out to by the Biden team. He has been approached by the Biden team, or at least he's claiming that he has been approached by the Biden team to be the vice presidential nominee. He says he's declining it. He says, basically, no, look, I'm seeking ballot access in all 50 states. I'm running for president. I'm not running for vice president.
1: I had also asked him about something I'd heard
0: President Trump had called him early on and asked him about being his VP. I asked if it were true. Take a look.
1: If he asked you that today, what would your response be? I would not take that job. I'm flattered that President Trump would offer to me, but it's not something that i'm interested in did he reach out for his Uh, team people from the team have reached out
0: to me people from the team have reached out to me i'm not taking the job i think that job is reserved for somebody else frankly i don't think I, i don't see rfk jr taking the job but it is interesting i have not seen this reported anywhere this you would think that this would be big news The reason why they're suppressing it, of course, the reason why nobody's talking about RFK, possibly being the vice presidential nominee under a uh, 47th president of the United States, Donald Trump, is because a guy like RFK is just a little bit too honest for the mainstream media to give any coverage of.
1: (laughs) We do know that the Chinese are spending hundreds of millions of dollars developing
0: ethnic bioweapons. And we. We know that the Chinese are spending hundreds of millions of dollars developing bioweapons. We are developing
1: ethnic bioweapons. That's where all those labs in the Ukraine.
0: And we are developing bioweapons. That's where all those labs in the Ukraine.
2: They're collecting Russian DNA.
0: They're They're collecting Russian DNA. They're
2: collecting Chinese
0: DNA. They're connecting Chinese DNA. We're talking about ethnic bioweapons. So that we can target people by race. So that we can target people by race. Here he is just candidly talking at a dinner. It's amazing that he hasn't been assassinated yet. RFK Jr. running for president of the United States. Just openly talking about... Oh, by the way, yeah, you know all those uh, bio labs in the Ukraine that the United States has where we're collecting Russian DNA and Chinese DNA so that we can release an ethnic bioweapon to just kill off all the Russians and kill off all the Chinese? Yeah, those, all those labs, those are in the Ukraine. No wonder we have to support the Ukraine. No wonder Lindsey Graham is out there saying we've got to bomb Russia. Lindsey Graham doesn't want us to lose access to our ethnic bioweapons. Are we the only ones developing ethnic bioweapons? Robert F. Kennedy Jr. says no. Chinese are out there trying to develop ethnic bioweapons as well. What kind of country develops ethnic bioweapons? I thought we were supposed to be the anti-racist country. I thought racism was bad. Now you're making a race-based weapon system? Are you kidding me? I could have been calling people racial slurs this whole time! The same government that will imprison you for using a racial slur. Even in the locker room. Even when you're just with the boys. The same government that will trash you, cancel you, debank you, deplatform you for uttering a naughty word is developing a weapon system to take out all the Chinese. I almost said it. I almost said a different word. I was so close. King dude, you're welcome. (laughs) The Ruskies. Can you say Ruski? Is that a racial slur? They're trying to take out the Ruskies. Hold on a second. Wait, cursive is racist, but a bioweapon system to kill all of the Indians is not racist? It is, of course, a bioweapon system to cleanse the earth of all the people who eat the poop. If you sit in the street and you eat the poop, you will die from the bioweapon system developed by the United States of America. But seriously, I can't make a 7-Eleven joke, or I am a racist. What kind of double standard is that? This is Paratalk here on the Crusade Channel, live talk radio, the way it should be. Always on air, always online, always happy to be racist adjacent. We're not racist on this show. We're just very, very. We just we're friends with all the racists. I get it. I get it. You live around the world. You see the trends. You're proud of who you are? You, you know who you are? I get it. I get Irish pride. I'm a, I'm a Hispanic supremacist on this program. I am. I am a Hispanic I, a supremacist. I, I am officially racist against white people. We'll be right back. Hey, I just met
1: you, heard you're a groomer, so here's your millstone, good luck loser. It's hard to look right, when you're a pervert, so take your millstone, no kids will get hurt. Gotta
0: get these fools into the bottom of the ocean, down in the ocean, alongside that Titan sub. Gotta get these guys down to the bottom of the ocean. Throw them in the ocean with that Titanic sub. Welcome back to the program. This is Paratalk here on the Crusade Channel, live talk radio the way it should be. We are always on air and always online. And I am always happy to be with you, especially when it talks about groomers. When it comes to groomers, I think I've got the solution. Not only just the uh, millstone song, but millstoning people in real life. One of the first people to be millstoned in the future city-state of Milstonia. We'll start off as a city-state. You know, like Rome? Rome is a city that became a city-state and then an empire. I'm fine with that. Milstonia can be a city-state that eventually extends in its power and might. Throughout the land. But you got to start small, think local, act local. 50 year old man who identifies as a woman, 50 year old man, sorry, 50 year old man who identifies as a teenage woman, 50 year old man who identifies as a teenage girl, allowed to compete against teenage girls in Canada. He's in a swimming league for school girls. A 50-year-old trans professor has been allowed to identify himself into a swimming league for school girls. He is a full-grown 50-year-old man. He will be in their changing rooms alongside 13 and 14 year old girls His name is Nicholas Sepeda He affectionately goes by Melody Wiseheart He is a professor of psychology and Behavioral Science at York University in Toronto. He specializes in children and young people. He was spotted swimming in a competition at the Markham Pan Am Recreation Center representing the Orangeville Otters Swimming Club. He has the right to compete in girls competitions under Swimming Canada's Trans Inclusion Rules. He has registered himself as a female. He is treated as a female. We have reached peak levels of absurdity, ladies and gentlemen. It can't get any crazier than this. Melody Wiseheart. I'm looking at a man with a beard. Wearing a dress. Teaching class. He is an expert on child development. Professor of psychology. Yes. He is in steep competition. Or the top millstone of the year award. The most wanted millstone. The most millstoned? That's good alliteration. Alliteration is when you repeat the beginning of the word's sound. Most millstoned. This man, under his pseudonym Emily Weishart... is in locker rooms with 13-year-old girls. This is Canada. In the last segment of uh, Paratalk here on the Crusade Channel, I was talking about the playbook by which you destabilize a society and and, uh, plunge them into socialist hell. We were talking about Venezuela as a case study in that. You see, this step that we're talking about, the perversion of a society, the erasure of of norms, that part wasn't covered in in the Venezuelan timeline. But it is always necessary to subvert people's morality in order to implement communism. And this is a very simple reason why. Communism is immoral. So the only way that you could possibly accept an immoral way of life, an immoral political system, is if you yourself become immoral. Hence, anywhere that communism has been implemented, faith and morals have been under attack. No more so than in the West. A 50-year-old professor... ...of psychology in a changing room with 13 and 14-year-old girls. I'm going to describe to you in general terms. I won't get specific. But in general terms... ...the only just thing to happen to this man... ...and it is barbaric and bloody. See what I did there? That's alliteration. It is barbaric and bloody... That is the only way to show this man mercy. To mercilessly torture him to death, giving him enough time during the torture to repent. See, you can't just kill him by firing squad or lethal injection or whatever. No, 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 no. There's got to be a lot of pain involved. And it's got to be slow. This is why I'm a big fan of death by fire cleansing of fire because there's a point in time when you're burning at the stake where your skin's burned off and your nerve endings are seared and then you don't feel anything and what you die of is asphyxiation so you have that little moment in time after the terror the after the, your heart rate has come way down because you're like oh man that was scary but I don't feel it anymore and then you're like <laughs> I can't breathe in that moment of time we hope You make yourself ready to meet your maker. Something like that, except I would say more gruesome would be more appropriate for this guy. He's obviously a pervert. He's hiding behind all of these academic terms and academia in order to be a pervert, to expose himself in a locker room to 13-year-old girls. Imagine this man is around pre and post pubescent girls in locker rooms. Now, if you don't find this to be immoral at all, if you're a Canadian, if you're a socialist, if you're a leftist, if you're if you're whatever and you see nothing wrong with this, then you are fully morally capable of of the implementation of communism. If you are so morally perverted that you believe there's no issue with putting a 50-year-old grown man into a 13-year-old girl's locker room, then you will have no compunction with some of the seedier sides of communism I mean it's no big deal to just steal people's stuff when you're fine stealing 13 year old girls innocence if you're okay with perverts showering with 13 year old girls why on earth would you oppose I don't know suspending elections Stealing people's farm equipment or livestock. Seizing people's bank accounts. Imprisoning people that you don't like. Suspending elections and constitutions. None of these things would really bother you at that point. You would have no moral basis to oppose them. There's something deeply immoral about communism. It's godless. It hates God. It hates religion. It hates traditional families. It hates traditional morality. There's something really terrible about communism. Except you will not oppose it. You will not oppose communism if you cannot oppose 50-year-old men Perverts, Obvious perverts. This guy looks like a pervert. You don't change your name to Melody Wiseheart. If you're not an absolute freaking bat shit crazy pervert. Sorry, King Dude. I It slipped out. I was trying to take a sip of my Capuchin dark roast coffee. And it just, I, it slipped out of my mouth right as I was taking a sip. It's not, I, it was, I think it was justified. Well, I used up my one card per broadcast. There it is. But it's true! How else do you describe this guy? Okay, uh, Rachel Maddow. Speaking of bat, you know what crazy, Rachel Maddow has E. Gene Carroll on the show. They're doing their victory lap. Did you know that E. Gene Carroll's gonna get like eighty million dollars from Trump? Not because he's guilty of raping her, but because he uh, somehow defamed her by denying raping her. In part of his denial, he'd be like, I'm not going to rape her. Just look at her. (laughs) I think that's pretty funny. Um, (laughs) And here she is with her lawyers. And, um, well, they're taking a victory lap.
2: You've talked about using some of... Trump's money you're about to get um, to help shore up women's rights. Do you know what that might be? What that might look like? Yes, Rachel. Yes. Tell me. I had such, such great ideas (laughs) for all the good I'm going to do with this money. First thing, Rachel You and I are going to go shopping. We're going to get completely new wardrobes, new shoes, motorcycle for Crowley, new fishing rod for Robbie. Rachel, what do you want? Penthouse? It's yours, Rachel. Penthouse and uh, France? You want France? You want to go fishing in France? No? Oh, all right. All right. Okay. That's a joke.
0: Her her attorney goes, That's a joke. Smiling nervously. "That's That's 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 a joke. That's a joke. (laughs)
2: <laughs> Although, if, if me fishing in France could yeah. do something for women's rights, I would take the hit, you know, I would obviously uh, t- take one for the team. All right, Our let team. me, let me, <laughs> <laughs> <as in. laughs>
0: They're taking Trump's money! <laughs> this is the same thing. The dispossession of people's wealth and you laugh about it. Let me me, me finish with a
1: final question. Uh,
0: You dispossess someone of his wealth and you do so while laughing about it. THAT IS THE LEVEL OF MORAL CORRUPTION THAT IS NEEDED FOR THE IMPLEMENTATION OF COMMUNISM! THAT'S HOW INSANE YOU HAVE TO BE! YOU HAVE TO DO IT WHILE LAUGHING! YOU HAVE TO MOCK THE ENEMY! YOU'VE
2: TALKED ABOUT USING SOME OF TRUMP'S MONEY YOU'RE ABOUT TO GET um, TO HELP SHORE UP WOMEN'S RIGHTS, DO YOU KNOW WHAT THAT MIGHT BE? WHAT THAT MIGHT LOOK LIKE? YES, or, RACHEL. HERE SHE yes. IS. TELL me. OH, YES. i HAD SUCH, such GREAT IDEAS <laughs> FOR ALL THE GOOD I'M GOING TO DO WITH THIS MONEY. FIRST THING, RACHEL you and i are going to go shopping we're going to get completely new wardrobes new shoes motorcycle for crowley new fishing rod for robbie rachel what do you want penthouse it's yours rachel penthouse and uh france you want france you want to go fishing in france no Oh. all right all right okay That's that's a joke although if if me fishing in france could do something for women's rights I would take the (laughs) hit you know I would obviously uh, take take one for the team
0: oh my goodness the joy the glee the glee this is the view the day after the E. Jean Carroll injustice this is them walking out to start the show Co hosts are walking out to the theme song of The Apprentice. Whoopi Goldberg is gyrating right now. Her body is gyrating. Is she having a seizure?
2: Just walked out to the O.J.s for the love of money, which is the theme song of The Apprentice, and that's connected to the fact that you know who has to pay money, 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 money. <laughs> Something like eighty-three million dollars. Eighty-three point three. Oh, I'm sorry. Eighty-three point three million dollars.
0: They could not contain their glee in the dispossession of another man's wealth. You are seeing it everywhere. This goes beyond mere cancel culture. This goes beyond mere class envy. The celebration of injustice The celebration of the dispossession of a man's property is one of the ways that you can tell that we have fully transformed ourselves into a communist nation. When your ideological or political enemy suffers an injustice... And you celebrate the injustice You too Are cooperating With a communistic Mindset If your Perceived enemy Is unjustly stripped Of his or her Personal property And you celebrate it You too are participating in the spirit of communism. Because you see, communism hates the Eighth Commandment. Communism despises the fact that Christianity is the basis of private property. You shall not steal. You shall not. Well, if you can't steal something from someone else, then that implies that that someone else owns it. They own it. It's theirs. Communism does not believe in the Eighth Commandment. According to the communists, Nobody owns anything. Except for the party. The World Economic Forum put out this motto years ago. You'll own nothing and you'll be happy. Few taglines have been more blatantly neo-Marxist. That one has been talked about to death. You'll owe nothing and be happy. Sure. Yeah, got it. Thanks, Klaus. But when you see the celebrations, the gyrations... By the way, it's all by liberal women. Single liberal women. You just heard six women come out on The View. You heard a single woman... On MSNBC, interviewing another single woman flanked by two single women. If you didn't catch yesterday's show, I gave you a 30-minute explanation of why single women are a menace to civilized society. Today, you've now heard from eight single women who are gyrating and laughing like hyenas. Cackling at the dispossession of a man's wealth. Merely for stating the truth. Not only did I not rape you, I would never rape you. Just look at yourself, you crazy witch. That's defamation. He picked on my looks. He said he would never rape me. Surely, there's some situation in which I'm rapable? The injustice that we have witnessed with this 83.3 million. Now, does Donald Trump need the 83.3 million dollars? No. Thanks be to God, he will be able to provide for his family without it. Does that mean that it's any less of an injustice? I'm not sure. I'd have to ask the moralists. If you take a man's bread and, and uh, that, he, that he needs to feed his family, that seems like it's a worse crime than taking some of his disposable wealth. But that still doesn't make it right. Just because the guy is rich, it doesn't make it right. We have fully transitioned into a communist culture, a culture of communism. We are neo-Marxists in our society. And part of it is the perversion, the grooming. Because let's go back to that. If you have no problem with 50-year-old men swimming with 13-year-old girls and then showering with them in the locker room, then why would you have a problem with the stealing of $80 million from some billionaire that you don't like? Now, look, if we're talking about ill-gotten gains, George Soros, for example, I don't like him. He's a neo-Marxist. He's behind a lot of this stuff. I think he's a criminal. I also think that his wealth is ill-gotten. I think that he personally suppressed the silver markets, the international commodities markets, and made himself fabulously wealthy by making illegal commodity trades there's a very good argument for dispossessing him of his ill gotten gains in other words he stole his wealth can we say the same of Donald Trump Did he steal his wealth no one has ever made that argument no one has ever said that Donald Trump somehow stole his way into the elite billionaire class As far as anybody has been concerned, he's featured in all the mainstream liberal rags until he came out and ran for president. He was featured as a guy who works hard. He doesn't drink alcohol. He sleeps four hours a night. He works like a dog. Runs multiple business enterprises. Builds skyscrapers. Develops land. Owns hotels sells ties. No one's ever said that Donald Trump stole his wealth. No one's ever made the claim that it's ill-gotten gains. Unless the closest argument that you've ever heard that Donald Trump has ill-gotten his wealth is that, well, he did inherit a million dollars from his dad. You see, in the mind of a communist inheriting money from your parents is a grave evil they hate the idea of families preserving their wealth from generation to generation they love the death tax they hate inheritance they want to they want to distribute the inheritance they want everyone to start at nothing that's the closest anyone has ever come to making an argument that Donald Trump has ill-gotten gains? Well, his dad left him. His dad saved up a lot of money, did really well, and wanted to pass it on to his son. In their minds, in the, in the neo-Marxist mind, hereditary inheritance is evil. Again, they don't believe in the Eighth Commandment. They don't believe that a family has a right to maintain its assets. They don't believe that you should own anything. And now you have gyrating whoopee Goldberg celebrating the dispossession of a man's wealth in a nation where perverts coexists with innocent children we are communists ladies and gentlemen make no mistake about it prepare yourselves accordingly and continue to listen to this illustrious radio show thank you so much for your attention today tomorrow is wednesday and we'll see what comes to us god bless you thank you for listening and i'll see you so so soon this is parrot talk
1: Brought to you by Restoring the Faith Media, restoringthefaith.com.